that's a growler. Hello and welcome to the Never Ending Minute where we analyze, scrutinize, and new allies the movie The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. I'm Tierney Steele. And with us today we have Crystal Beth again. It's Thursday. Glad to have you back. Abby, I'm glad to be back. I look forward to your intros more than I thought <laughs> I would ever. They're amazing. It's going to get harder and harder, I know, but <laughs> I don't know, you're kinda of killing it. <sighs> we'll see. Going I hope strong. I can keep it up. <laughs> Well, you've gotten 18 of them so far. Right. Because today we are talking about Minute 18, which starts with the rock biter saying they can't wait for a snail. And it ends with him watching the nothing destroy the forest. It's an emotional roller coaster, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. My first note is that this is amazing use of smoke. <laughs> for for the snail it's a great effect um how do you show speed when you're dealing with something that's not <laughs> going to move very quickly and it's pretty large even though it's supposed to be tiny you use smoke you shoot up jets of steam and you move <laughs> oh even before that i have a note oh so this is a racing snail yes and it can't compete in the olympics what is teeny weeny feeding it before they zoom off this is a drugged racing snail. Oh, man. Look at I was, that. I was wondering what they eat myself. Snail cocaine. Sorry. <laughs> hey, know, that makes me run fast. I don't know fast. if that's family friendly, <laughs> but it would certainly make the snail go fast. Well, did you guys know that snail racing is a real thing? I did. I've never actually sat down to watch a, a race, but I did I uh, also it. never would. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are missing out. I just... So uh, the Wikipedia entry for snail racing not only has really adorable pictures, but lets us know that it is a form of humorous entertainment. It involves the racing of two or more air-breathing land snails, terrestrial pulmonate gastropod mollusks. Jeez Usually, the common garden snail species Helix aspersa is used. Wow. Species so it's native to Europe, but has been accidentally introduced to many countries all over the world, and also Fantasia, apparently. <laughs> oh, there we go. So I'm originally from Southern California, and growing up, the county fair was this ginormous event. We had concerts, we had, you know, 4-H stuff, we had all kinds of stuff. And then I moved here to Maryland um, about seven years ago, and I came to a Maryland county fair, and there I saw, as I was walking around this very tiny fair... Ducks racing. <laughs> they were having duck races, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're racing ducks. But then the ducks ran into the little trailer, and out came little pigs, and then they had pig racing. Oh my god, I want a pig! <laughs> so cute. Yeah, so, so it was just incredible to me because here they made a much bigger. Um, deal about the fair, like kids get out for school and stuff. Wow. If the fair is happening. Yeah, it's Whoa. crazy. So when I went, I was expecting this big thing like where I was from. But no, it was like the size of a football field and there were ducks racing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and apparently there's snail racing. If I had seen that, I probably would have just gone home. It's so cute. <laughs> they paint little numbers on the shell, which I, I don't think would hurt them because... 
it's on the, the hard part, the calcic, so it should be okay. And then they said the thing is usually a damp piece of paper or a handkerchief, and the race is to the edge, like whichever snail gets off first. Like they put wow. them in the middle, and then it's whichever one gets off the square onto the table that's underneath it first. Now, wasn't there a movie with a snail in it, like a racing snail? The Never yes, Story. It's called The Never Any Story. <laughs> that's another one. Oh, I like that tyranny. Tyranny and I will both have bad jokes. We are right there for the low-hanging fruit of that one. Now well, if you put snail racing into Google, it starts to suggest the never-ending story. Uh, so well, there was there I was got. a movie. It was called Turbo by DreamWorks. Oh, yes. Right. All kinds of racing snails in that one. Too new for us, I guess. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. I just remembered the image. <laughs> Crystal, Beth, and I don't see movies that came out after the turn of the millennium. <laughs> yep. Nope. Oh, well, I also did some research because I originally had said I thought this book took place, you know, back in the day, in olden times, in Germany. And it's not. <laughs> it was published in 1979, and it's definitely set in modern era, and this is not far off. Oh, but I that's had funny. to look up, and the first use, first known use of the term tally-ho was in 1772. Tally-ho! I love it. So I just wanted to thank you, Merriam-Webster, and I just wanted to <laughs> say that I did do some research uh, even though it's no longer relevant to that theory because this is a 70s story and an 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> Research is what I hired you for, Tierney. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm glad. I hope I'm not disappointing you anymore. You're never a disappointment. <laughs> now that I've gotten the book out of the library and started rereading <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. So let's think about what we've learned. To distract us from the gross noise the snail makes whenever we see him moving quickly. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, that, yeah. That, I want to do the cheeks thing, but it's disgusting. So just imagine that. <laughs> that <one. laughs> so I made the illusion before that this is very similar to Dagobah. And hearing those mm. sounds in the background really like sinks that point home. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a, it's the perfect sound though. Again, it's this, the sound guys from this just really killed it. Yes. Oh. And the noise that I, I, I know it's a little bit late, but like when the bat goes around Rockbiter's head and the squeak yes. of the glider, oh, yeah. the saddle. Oh, it's really good. Those guys. I know we read off their names, but Thomas, do you have it in front of you, the sound department? I know we gave them a shout out. Mike Lamar was the supervising sound editor and has a team of about 30 people that were working with them on getting all the sounds done. Or Peter Bond. Did some of the sound editing. Uh, Manfred Glasser, Elo Andrulat. All these guys did, did work on there. And then, like I said before, Werner with the um, ADR mixing. I, I'm very impressed. And it's funny. It's those things where I never paid attention to that. But watching movies minutes by minutes, you start <laughs> paying attention. And you're like, wow, look at all this good stuff. Well, and it's just, it's like. People who are bothered by the word moist, like that noise is doing that same thing to my shoulders. It's just oh, like, yeah. I don't... It's because it's a moist noise. I don't, I don't like it. I didn't <laughs> think I really cared. And then it like kept repeating because I'd be like, oh, oh well. And then two seconds later, it cuts back to the snail and I'm just like, stop, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the bat so much that I kept rewatching the minute. <laughs> Let's go back to the bat then. Oh, oh. 
the stupid bat. <laughs> he gives this awesome line. Nobody gives a poop about me and my stupid bat. <laughs> uh, now, see, I heard that line differently. Oh, interesting. I heard nobody gives a hoot about me and my stupid bat. I, I also heard hoot. <laughs> I thought he said poop. Maybe I just heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I mean, both are great lines. Yours is he was, funnier. I thought he was editing for himself there. He didn't want to go full, you know, PG-13, <laughs> so he said poop. Oh, that's well, funny. this was pre. It would have just been PG, but that's a... Oh, it's not time to say that's another story yet. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I was just so thrown off. So, like, it's about, but you said hoot, and now I'm thinking about owls, but... And then he started flying, and I didn't care because I was too distracted by the <laughs> puppeteering going on and the special effects. And bat poop is called guano. I learned this from Ace Ventura. Yep. Oh, God. That's about all. No, that's not all I could learn from Ace Ventura. I learned a lot about punting from That's true. Movie. The laces. Laces out. Laces uh, out. Think of Einhorn. <laughs> <laughs> These are very important things. Actually. I'm sorry. I just have to be distracted for a minute. You're right. The, all, all the movies by minutes, not all, because I know there was Clueless and Goodfellas stuff, but so many of the movies by minutes podcasts are older movies. Yeah. Like, I can't foresee. I feel like I'm jinxing it. Someone's probably already grabbed it. Like, who's going to do Ace Ventura minute? Yeah, someone's got to. I don't feel like that's going to hold up under scrutiny. I don't know, but that It'll might take be part a while. of the- that might be part of the fun of it is that it doesn't hold up the scrutiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Jim Carrey, I mean, you've got some interesting stories, but I'm just thinking of the movies I loved from the 80s and the movies I loved from the 90s. I loved for very different reasons and are very different quality. Yes. But there are some more modern um, movies by minutes out, like Spider-Man Minute and stuff yes. like that, where they're going to be, and then even uh, Star Wars Minute is going to be moving into 2016 and stuff like that with movies coming out soon. I can't wait for yep. you to talk about Force Awakens. <sighs> right? That's going to be great. Soon. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to take a minute. <laughs> so I did want to note how how um, stoically that Teeny rides his snail. He has yeah. no... Facial expressions at all. He's so serious <laughs> about his racing. Is I didn't it, notice that. Is it Deep Roy or is it a scarecrow? <laughs> I don't know, but he is not moving that face at all. He is very focused on what he is doing. Oh, yeah. He's on a mission. He rides. Yeah. Ride or die, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the original Fast and Furious. That has, I think that your first shirt, honestly, Ooh. him ride or die on the, the snail, snail, ride or die. <laughs> oh, I mean, literally we have all three of them riding their vehicles oh because we don't i mean we're gonna find out by the end of this minute that nothing is coming so it literally is ride or die ride or die <laughs> babies <gasps> they didn't oh. know when they were taking off but yeah that's awesome that it it comes to that no him on his snail the night hub on his glider and the we don't see it this minute but the um rock fighter has a bicycle yeah and they're all riding oh Sorry. I get very excited. You could even just have the silhouette of them too. The yeah, silhouette awesome. of all That's three. That's what I'm thinking of the side. Uh, yeah. Oh. So oh, I finally so found nice. something I could honestly see cut from this movie, and I don't think it would bother me. Okay. And that's the shot of the bat circling around Rockbiter. It just it seems compared to how impressive everything else is, that seems like a step down. I agree. I love it. <laughs> I, it I think it adds. Uh, it kind of gives you a, you know, you can tell kind of what's happening. It gives you a, a, 
you're like, okay, the bat flies, great. So it gives you that, but I don't think it's needed either. It makes me think of like the Ed Grimley show or something where they'd have a bat in there and you could tell it was on a string swinging around his head. And just, it takes me out a little bit more than anything else does. Yeah. Oh, I like the noise. And I also do like, this was the first moment, we've discussed this before, and my inability to appreciate movie magic and suspend disbelief. Um, It really does show the scale in a way that the split screen movie magic, even with the giant feet in the set thing, did not. Yeah. Like, even after I accepted that Teeny Weeny is the size, is small enough to ride a snail, <laughs> I'm not, it, it, it's when you see how tiny the night hob is next to the rock biter's face that I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy's huge. Yeah. So I don't tyranny, know, I we have, like that. <laughs> we have scary skies again. Well, scary before skies. we have scary skies. That was one of my first ones. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. But before we get to that, I want to get a survey says, the Rockbiter's taking some gourmet rocks for the road. What are your guys' favorite road chip snacks? Ooh, Nutter Butters. American Red Vines and Sunflower Seeds. I wondered one. if Twizzlers v. Red Vines was going to come up. Oh, Red Vines <laughs> all the way. See, I used to always have Twizzlers, but that's because I didn't have Red Vines until I was 32, 31 years really? old. Yeah, East Coast. Yeah, Twizzlers, I Twizzlers all the way. Yeah, only Twizzlers. I guess I was older. Well, I had them in Kansas when my when I was uh, younger because my uncle lived out there. I'm totally going to make you be on Return to Oz Minute, just so you know. But anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Twizzlers don't have a whole lot of flavor, and I'm used to the mega amount of flavor that Red Vines have. See, Red Vines, too much flavor. <laughs> oh, see, I love red vines. Now that I've had them, I'm like, ooh, I get why people like these. Oh, I can't get on the red vine, the vi- the red vine wagon. I don't like the wagon. Oh. oh. Well, you can just pull your little wagon behind our wonderful one. It's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, we can each be in a wagon, and then when we camp for the night, we can be safer. And we can be ride or die, right? Okay. Just like this minute. Yeah, exactly. we can ride or die. I just have to give a quick shout out to goldfish, which are my go-to. Oh, that's a good and one. Especially with races, because I run half marathons, and goldfish are the perfect recovery snack because it's salty, but it's got that cheese, and it's just the right size. And I love fish. Uh, uh, traditional, but small. I drive a lot for my job. Usually, at least two hours a day. Sometimes up to eight hours a day depending on where I have to go for my appointment. So I always have some kind of snack. And usually it's sunflower seeds. Mm. And I can't get red vines here as easily. So sometimes I'll grab like Swedish fish or something just to snack on while I'm driving as well, which is probably horrible for me, but it's what I do. See, I couldn't have sunflower seeds in the car, though. I have to. It helps helps keep me awake. I usually have one, one cup that's my drink and one cup that's my seed cup. Nice. I, I love sunflower seeds. It's just that's an outdoor snack for me. A lot of cab drivers in the city like sunflower seeds. They kind of take a little while to eat and <laughs> or something like that. It's whatever. For me, off. it's something active to do to keep me awake instead of falling asleep when I drive. Right. So it's something like just to keep me doing something so I stay awake. When I was a little kid playing softball, you know, little kids aren't encouraged to chew tobacco, so we got sunflower <laughs> seeds instead, so we could be cool. They're not. 
Not so much. A little bit different. <laughs> and then I've heard, oh, man, sorry. I didn't even realize I was taking us on a tangent, but chocolate-covered sunflower seeds. Oh, oh that I've sounds disgusting. Those. Oh, no, they're so good. Because <laughs> oh. it's just the inside part. Like, so you're getting the salty seed. Or it's not as salty. because it Okay, it's the, just a little shell. inside yeah, part. It's the actual seed, the kernel. Oh, yeah. That sounds covered great. covered in like an M&M. <laughs> See, maybe it sounds disgusting to me because I like certain flavors of sunflower seeds. Like I love Cracked Pepper David brand oh. sunflower seeds. They're amazing. Right. And that would be disgusting with chocolate on no, it. No, see, I am a traditional girl. Traditional goldfish, plain sunflower, but, you know, salt. That's the seasoning. Oh, I like goodness. trail mix. Trail oh, mix? With yeah. the M&Ms in it? Yes. I was going to say, trail mix you've made yourself so you can control. Now, do you like the stuff with the dried fruit in it or just the nuts and the m and I like dried fruit, chocolate, peanut butter, M&M's, <laughs> Snickers, Red Vines. That's my trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got really sad. I did a um, Ragnar race, which is a team race, and someone brought these peanut butter ball kind of a cookie but not really. They were. It was something that you could have in the car for 36 hours and you didn't need to worry about refrigeration. And they were so good. And I don't know what they are. Do you guys ever get that, like, a recipe where you're like, the food that got away? Like, you had this and it was yeah. so great. And you never know if you'll ever find it again. Is it like peanut butter and honey with, like, oats, maybe? Maybe. And They're, rolled into a ball? And you're, they can they be in cold or room temperature? Yeah, because he the- had made them, like, frozen a whole, like... The giant Ziploc bag of those, because there were seven of us in a minivan for 48 hours. So Today's minute has been brought to you by Fat Snacks. And- <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe in fruit here, apparently. <laughs> but you know what? When you have a road trip, that's what you want. I mean... It's true. It. Yeah, better than gourmet rocks. Hey, he's bringing he's bringing his fancy treats too. So well, he wants to. I think he gets distracted here very quickly. <gasps> That's from right. Doing so because Yahweh has arrived for other people who listen to the Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so corrupted by that podcast, but these skies are are so that sky raiders. <laughs> like I I'm been trying to figure out how they do this effect, and my guess is they like film the storm front and then speed it up. But the way these clouds are moving is really crazy. Yeah, it is. It's, I guess so. It almost looks like the way you put, uh, like when you put, co- like, uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, no, my words are failing me. <laughs> oh, when, you know, I don't know if you guys ever did this when you were younger, but you could make art by putting colored dust in a straw and spitting it out onto glue. Yeah, I oh. remember what you're talking about. Oh. That's what it looks like. <laughs> huh. I haven't thought about that in forever, but that's what it makes me think of. That's what we're here to read to dredge up old childhood memories. That's yeah. why we're here. It's roiling. I mean, the way it goes back. I almost wonder because you were saying like, oh, if they filmed a storm front and sped it up, but it's not just that it's faster. It, yeah, it's, it's big. It's, it's it's moving at a weird clip. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of like the dry ice things in some of these minutes, but no, that's, I don't know. It's really cool. <laughs> this is why I don't make movies, because I don't know how to do this neat stuff. Oh, yeah, same. I love this stuff. I love these practical effects. They're the best. Mm-hmm. So much better. And I, I was trying to figure out, speaking of making movies, 
if there's a name for the way it's like cutting back and forth between his horror rockbiter's horrified face and the destruction and it's zooming in like each time is a little bit closer on his face making it so suspenseful i yeah. it's so good and it's so effective and it feels like the sort of thing that there should be a nickname for that like film editors use a shorthand like this is what i want here somebody's screaming at their their podcaster <laughs> right now like i know what that is yeah well, they should go on our listener society and tell me <laughs> it's probably the guys over on spider-man minute who have all that movie like knowledge because they were in them yeah. they know all about that stuff i unfortunately do not yeah. i love that if there isn't a name for it there should be but you know what i mean where you would just use that as like oh that's the sort of thing i want do that. <laughs> this this intensity building is almost like what they were doing when Bastion was being seduced by the book book uh, <laughs> store guy. Yeah, I know I shouldn't say it like that, but you no. know the, the 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 book seduction was just like this, where it had these cuts and this tension building by using sound and video. And Wolfgang Peterson did a great job in the way he, that he pulls you in and makes you feel these emotions along with the characters, even if they're just a puppet, you know, sitting there, you feel all the same intensity that they do. And not moving yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not even showing off any of his movements. He's just, oh. But just crud. the way he does those zooms and cuts really makes you feel mm-hmm. the, the pressure of what everybody else is feeling. Yeah. So we're all doomed. We're all doomed. <laughs> what a uplifting... Feeling to end the minute on. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Oh, but only because we have another minute left. Yeah, yes. Trees are getting torn up and all of a sudden their, their whimsical let's get out of here has become a very important let's get out of here. We're yeah. going to die. But Crystal, you know I couldn't leave you hanging with this. <laughs> no. Well, if you are willing to come back tomorrow, I think... I can make you feel a little bit better and not be terrified. I think we'll send you out on one of the happiest notes you could pro- possibly oh. have in this movie. Oh, I hope so. I, I think I, I think you're right. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch ahead. Yes, I did. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> but for night for tonight, enjoy the nightmares. <laughs> yes. All right. So you will be joining us tomorrow, Crystal. Please, if you'll have me. <laughs> yes, and Tony, can I see you there? I'll be there. All right. We be hope you guys are. Be square. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys are going to join us tomorrow too. We do have another fantastic minute and it's going to be Friday. I can't wait to see what's happening, but that's, that's another, another story. story. And it shall be told another time. Hooray! Ah, we did it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. I'm keeping your bones.